Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis and welcome to Teachable Tuesday. Every week we discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. That's what we're going to do today. Actually, we're going to do it a couple of times because I just couldn't decide on a verse. Going back and forth, so we're going we're gonna to throw them both in there. <laughs> Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. God, we give you permission to move and to speak, to reveal yourself and your will to us. Thank you that you're always with us. You never leave or abandon us, God. Thank you that we've never been alone, but that you're with us. Even now, you're with us. Fill the room right now, Lord. Help us to know more deeply your presence and your peace. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, gals, I had kind of an annoying thing happen. I had a little oops with my car. And, you know, I was just going to let it be. It was, like, not a big deal. And then suddenly, my turn signal stopped working. Like, two days after the oops, you know? I was like, well, this is annoying. Now I have to find a body shop, and I don't have a body shop here. I, I don't often have oopses with my car. Um, so I'm kind of asking around, I'm calling around, and it was, you know, it was, it's a whole thing. Car stuff, it's a whole thing, you know, very well. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing this as a single gal, right? I should be used to this by now, kind of finding what I need and advocating for myself. But when it comes to car stuff, I mean, I am just the stereotype, like, to a T. So everywhere I'm calling, they're saying, we could get you in for an estimate, but we couldn't get any work done for a couple of weeks. We could get you in for an estimate in two weeks. And I'm like, guys, come on. So finally, as always... Mike Gazar comes to the rescue and he says, Beth, I think there's like an auto body shop like very near the warehouse. Turns out there are a couple. So I'm like, mm, that one. Call them up, head on over, and I meet my new friend, Nick. Nick, short for Nicholas. He let me know that. And Nick walks me out to the car and we're, you know, kind of assessing the damage. I'm telling him the deal. And as we're chatting, this little bumblebee comes and, and starts flying and circling around my new friend Nick. And it's like up by his face and he's, you know, trying to be cool the way men are. They're, he's like, well, just still talking to me, but swatting at this bee. And I'm thinking, well, don't swat at it. You're just gonna agitate it. Anyway, I didn't tell him that. He takes off his hat, he's swatting at it. And we're just laughing. Then the bee comes over to me. I'm doing a little bee dance, trying to get away from this bumblebee. And we had this like very sweet, funny moment, you know, broke the ice when I was feeling a little nervous. But here's the thing, friends. You may or may not know that bumblebees are actually a signal grace for me. Let me tell you more. In my life, particularly in prayer, I have this thing with bumblebees and I've seen it come up in the lives of the saints. There are scriptures about bees. You wouldn't know that, but they're there. When it's a signal grace for you, the Lord will let you know this is important. Notice this. Pay attention to this. Start giving me the credit in these things because I'm speaking to you. I'm leading you with this signal grace. And so for me, that's bumblebees. 
whether they're cartoon bees, whether it's just the mention of the word bees, if it's honey, I mean, I get it, right? I am zeroed in on bees. And so as I stood outside dancing around with my friend Nick, avoiding this bumblebee, I knew in the depths of my heart, this is the right place. I'm gonna be okay. God is taking care of my car. I can trust Nick like Nicholas and, and leave my car, it's in good hands. And for me, if I'm being totally honest with you, I would take that even a step further. I would think, oh Lord, is there, is there something you want me to do or say? Is this an opportunity for me to talk about you? That's what signal graces are in my life. And I bet you've got them too. Think about it. Maybe it's just something in the past that you've thought was a wink from God or uh, a word from the Lord, something that just means a lot to you. Now, I'm not talking about like a Hansel Gretel situation where we're like picking up breadcrumbs. No. In fact, the Lord is really generous in affirming these signal graces. So I want to talk to you today about how to hear, to see, to feel the voice of God in and through your daily life, not only in prayer. Now, a little caveat, this kind of seeing and sensing God in the events and the moments of your everyday life, it presupposes prayer. But I wanna talk about widening the lens and beginning to see more of God at work in your daily life because friends, he is very much at work in your daily life. He is speaking to you. And how do I know that? Well, many reasons. He is speaking to you because he's alive. Jesus Christ is alive. He, he rose on the third day. He came back from the dead. God raised him from the dead. And, and when he ascended into heaven, it's not like he disappeared. He continues to live on and he lives on in us. Jesus is alive. He's still moving and speaking. He's still loving and pursuing. And in particular, he's loving and pursuing you specifically you. He knows all the ins and outs of your heart. He knows what's special to you. He knows what moves you and he's going to speak to you in a language that you understand. That's what we're talking about with these signal graces. And I have the proof in Ephesians 4. This verse was so on my heart for you all this morning. We're talking about um, the unity of life in Christ, the unity in particular of the body of Christ. This is Ephesians 4. You know what, I'm gonna start at verse four. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Are you hearing that? A lot of one, like it's all the same thing. Verse six, one God and father of us all who is above all and through all and in all. God is above all and through all and in all. So of course, of course he's moving and speaking and revealing himself and his will through the events of your ordinary everyday life because he's above it, he's through it, he's in it. God wants to speak to you in the everyday moments of your ordinary life. I wanna give you the tools today to begin to see and hear and feel more of God even outside of your prayer time. But let me, again, let's go back to that caveat. This presupposes a prayer life. 
that when we're spending time with the Lord, the fruits of that time will flow out into our daily lives. We'll be more easily, more readily connected to him. We'll, we'll have the eyes of faith and the ears of faith sharpened to see and to hear God at work in our everyday life. So let's dive right in, shall we? First things first, I want you, I need you to start paying attention to your life. I know, sounds simple, right? But it's so easy for me to just kind of go through my life and go through the motions and come to the end of the day and just think like, whoo, we did it, we survived. But when I begin to pay attention to my life and St. Ignatius recommends an examination um, and examine every night where we examine um, our day, the movements of our day, uh, where we notice where we've wandered away from God's heart and, and into sin when we've sinned against the Lord. We notice things that we're grateful for. It helps us just to receive the gift of our life. And when I do that, when I pay attention to the gift of my life, when I examine my life at the end of every day, it is chock full of God. But in the moment, sometimes I'm moving so fast, I don't, I don't see it. That, that little anecdote with the bee and my friend, Nick, like Nicholas, I, I didn't notice that until the evening. When it happened, I just thought it was sweet. I, I wasn't awake to the reality that God was speaking to me in that moment. But later, when I examined my day, when I examined my life, the fingerprints of God were all over that interaction and many more. So pay attention to your life. What happened throughout your day? Just walk back through like you're re-watching a movie and notice, what did you dream about? What song was on the radio? Was there a time you were moved to tears or that you laughed really deeply and unselfconsciously? Pay attention to that. What moved you and I bet you'll begin to see patterns. You begin to pick up on that language of God speaking uh, throughout your everyday life. This happened to me just this weekend. I, um, I'm still learning to pay attention to my life, I'll have you know. But I woke up in the morning on, on Saturday of our RISE retreat and I was um, having a little sleepover with my niece, Natalie, who was volunteering on the retreat. And ever since she was a little girl, we would wake up after our sleepovers and say, did you have any good dreams? What did you dream about? So Natalie's telling me all about her dream and I'm telling her all about this crazy dream where I went to play practice and John Paul II was the director of the play. And Father John Parks was the assistant director of the play I was in. And we were just laughing. It was like a very sweet, silly moment. Well, hours later, I'm getting ready for my talk. I'm praying in the back of the church and uh, a sweet sister friend, a nun, a religious sister, uh, comes up, gives me a big hug and says, I'm gonna be praying for your talk. Beautiful, thank you, God. She comes back about five minutes later holding a prayer card. And she says, the Lord told me to give this to you. And guess who it was? Pope Saint John Paul II. And guess who that nun was? Sister Giovanni Paola. <laughs> the Lord wanted me to know 
that Pope St. John Paul was interceding for me. That wasn't a coincidence. That wasn't some funny fluke. It's not because I had pizza the night before, which I didn't, you know, it's not because of what I ate. The Lord was speaking to me in my dreams and he's affirming that in my daily life through this beautiful sister. God is so generous to affirm those graces that he gives us because at least for me, I'm just not that quick on the draw. You know, I'm not always awake to my everyday life. And so the Lord, have no fear, he will affirm, reaffirm, he will confirm those graces that he's giving. So begin to pay attention to your life. Begin to pay attention to your life. Secondly, ooh, this is a goodie. This little tidbit of wisdom comes direct from Jenna Gizar. Mm-hmm. founder and creative director of Blessed Is She, and my best friend. We always uh, talk about Teachable Tuesday, um, kind of walk through it and um, just share what the Lord's put on my heart, and, and she's so good at helping me. So as I'm telling her about these signal graces, she tells me that she was just reading about the promises of the rosary mm-hmm. with her daughters. Now, I, I pray the rosary daily, and I don't know the promises <laughs> of the rosary, so I was like, tell me more, that's amazing. It turns out the very first promise of the rosary for people who pray faithfully uh, the rosary every day is that they would begin to see more signal graces. Mm. Isn't that incredible? I already thought I wanted to talk about signal graces. I'm telling Jenna about it. She had been reading about signal graces. That's a signal grace in and of itself, right? So friends, my tip number two, to begin to see more of God in your life, to begin to hear him more clearly and discern his spirit and his will in your daily life is to pray the rosary. It's a promise that when you pray the rosary every day, when you once again entrust your heart into the immaculate heart of Our Lady, she will bring it, always bring it to the sacred heart of her son. It's not about... Mary, it's about asking her as a good mother to pray for us. Remember at the wedding feast at Cana, she is the one who kicked off the miracle. She put it in motion by asking Jesus, by by interceding for the couple at the wedding feast. That's what Our Lady wants to do in your life. She wants to be a good mother to you. And if you faithfully, even if you're not feeling it, even if you don't get it, even if you fumble through it, you don't know all the prayers by heart, even if you grow in devotion, as you grow in devotion, you'll begin to see more and more signal graces. It's a promise. Speaking of promises, this is my third tip for seeing more of God in your life. I want you to believe the promise. When you perceive a signal grace, when you hear uh, God's word um, in your heart, when you hear God's voice through a song on the radio or you read uh, a billboard that that speaks to you, when you see a license plate that perks you up, whatever that language is for you, maybe it's a flower, maybe it's the sunset, whatever that is, whatever that signal graces in your life. Believe him. It's a promise. And and what does that promise say? What do these signal graces promise us? That God is with us. That he doesn't miss a thing. That he loves us. That he loves you. You in particular. You specifically. He sees you. He knows what delights your heart. And it delights him to delight you. So believe the promise. 
Believe that it's the Lord. Don't shrug it off. It wasn't a coincidence. Remember that God is above all and through all and in all. Let's take Jesus at his word here. John 11, verse 40. He says uh, to Martha, when all hope is lost, she's standing outside the tomb of her brother who has already died, even though she sent for him, even though there was plenty of time, right? She comes to Jesus and she has this faith. He promises her, promises. Chapter 11, verse 40. Did I not tell you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? That's a promise to you and me too, that if we believe, we will see the glory of God. That's what these signal graces are. We're, we're perceiving what's happening supernaturally. We're perceiving the glory of God in the very ordinary, sometimes mundane events of our daily life. If you believe that God is alive, if you believe that he's speaking, still speaking, if you believe that he personally, perfectly loves, generously loves, believe and you will see the glory of God. Now again, I can't leave you here without saying again, how important it is that you have a daily prayer life. If you root yourself in that relationship every single day, revisit Jesus every single day, you'll learn to stay with him throughout the day. But we have to be rooted. Sometimes we get this out of order, right? We do it backwards. We're looking for signs. We want a word. We need some encouragement. But it's out of order. We, we don't know the language yet because we don't have the relationship. So this Lent, yes, this Lent, a week away from tomorrow, this Lent, why not commit to putting Jesus Christ at the center of your life through daily prayer? Why not spend time with God every day? Now, of course, I'm always going to recommend that you do uh, that you ask the Lord what he wants you to do. But I believe that no matter what the Lord is asking you to do, this it's going to presuppose that you spend time with him every day. This is the baseline commitment in the life of a believer. If you want to be a disciple, there's no growing. There's no grace without daily relationship. That's not true. And I'm the Lord is so generous. He is going to give us way more than we deserve because we don't have to earn it. But the least we can do is show up. That's all he's asking is that we would show up and he will pour abundantly, super abundantly, generously, these graces into our lives, not only in our prayer time, but in the events of our everyday life. And at the end of the day, your examine will be chock full of signal graces. You know what that means? It means you'll walk through your day with more confidence with more of the fruits of the Spirit, love and joy and peace, because you'll know, you'll know in the depths of your soul that you're not alone, because God is speaking, God is moving. He's giving you the eyes of faith, the ears of faith to see and to hear these signal graces here on earth, on the natural plane. He'll give you supernatural signs to let you know that He is with you, that you are not alone. So start today looking and listening, but begin by putting Jesus at the center of your life. If you were with us on the Rise Retreat, hi. <laughs> if you weren't with us 
this weekend on the rise retreat you can be with us virtually on the rise retreat and at the end of my talk the the desire of my heart and really what i felt was the desire of the lord's heart for that talk was to encourage you to put jesus in the eucharist at the center of your life do that this lent put jesus christ at the center of your life the living god a, a beating living beautiful radiant heart at the center of your life and your everyday life will shine brilliantly with his glory. And so will you. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. You're so good to us. So generous. I pray right now, God, for the grace of abundance, that you would flood us with these signal graces lord help us to wake up to the reality of you at work in our lives speaking to us make our hearts sensitive lord through that abundant grace that generous grace bless each and every person watching whether it's now whether this is two years from now god pour out your love and your life into their hearts thank you jesus in your name we pray Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you, friends. See you later. Bye.